Welcome to Disclaimers Aside, a podcast where I share the raw and honest stories of people in my community, Disclaimers Aside. I'm your host, Aisada Amadou, and let's dive into the episode. This is the final episode of season one of Disclaimers Aside. As I mentioned in last week's episode, I'm going to be taking the month of December off from podcasting to prepare for season two. And even though Disclaimers Aside started in January for you guys, for me, the process really began in November of 2021. I officially decided I wanted to start Disclaimers Aside on October 24th, 2021. I got this date by going to my brainstorm Google Doc and seeing, like, checking the revision history and seeing when I created the Google Doc. It was October 24th, 2021. And just to go back to that time, to take you guys back, I remember that day so vividly. It was a rainy day in Santa Cruz. And the rain was so severe that everyone that day was staying indoors, including me. Not only was it a heavy pour of rain, but it was also windy and dark. UCSC's campus is in the forest, so when you're on campus, it can get especially dark. And this day in particular felt like a fever dream because I was the type of person when I went to UCSC where I would wake up at 7 in the morning, have breakfast, and then I would immediately go out and study somewhere on campus and I would pretty much spend like most of my day not in my dorm. But because it was raining, I stayed in my apartment that day and in general, starting a podcast was something that I had always known I would do at some point. Unlike my YouTube channel, it wasn't really something that I spontaneously chose to do. I discovered podcasts in 2018. The first podcast I listened to was Gals on the Go, and I immediately fell in love with the medium. I really loved the aspect of podcasting. But in 2018, I was a sophomore in high school, so maturity-wise, I was definitely not at the right age to start a podcast. I knew I wanted to wait until I was older and experience more life to feel qualified to even start. And that's not to say that you have to be a certain age to start a podcast. I think if you feel ready to start a podcast and you know deep in your heart that's something that you want to do, then do it. Go for it. Start today. For me, I knew something I wanted to do, but I definitely felt like I had a lot of growing before I felt like I could start. And looking back on who I was in 2018 versus who I am now, I'm definitely glad that I waited. My friend Gory actually started her podcast in 2020. This was during the pandemic. It was like, I think the summer after we graduated high school around there. And I remember being so proud of her when she launched. She definitely inspired me to start my own podcast because I feel like when you actually see other people doing what you want to do, it becomes that much easier to visualize yourself doing the same thing. I still didn't feel ready to start my freshman year of college. I think at that point in my life, I was still just comfortable making videos and doing school, but I think moving out of that comfort zone my sophomore year of college, from my college quarantine bedroom to being on campus six hours away definitely shifted my mindset. Moving far away for college and living on my own definitely allowed me to grow and mature, but also I think part of it was my college education that taught me how to think critically in a way where I finally felt like I had grown enough to start a podcast. 
UCSC was also an environment where I felt like I had the room to grow entrepreneurially because it was very much a no distractions environment. The school is quite literally in the forest and you have to take a 30 minute bus to basically go anywhere. It was also a very small campus. So that combined with being far away from the people that I knew practically my whole life, I think gave me the time and space to think and be creative. It really gave me the opportunity to do things like start disclaimers aside and i think the final push was when i found out that the main library had a had recording studios where i could check out blue yeti mics for free i remember when i found that out my first quarter on campus i took that as my sign of if there's ever going to be a time to start a podcast it's now so i knew this was going to be something new and i knew it would be hard juggling podcasting with youtube and everything else that i had on my plate at the time So even though I was really excited, you know, to launch as soon as possible, I feel like when you have a creative idea, like the the new aspect of it is very exciting and very tempting to just kind of start as soon as possible and just to start telling everyone in your life that you're planning on doing this thing. But I kind of took the time to take a step back and take my time with brainstorming and recording in late October and November with the intention to launch in January with the new year. Not only did I like kind of the finality and kind of that like that moment to start with the new year because it felt like there was this new chapter but it also did give me that time to think about how I wanted to logistically start a podcast and so that it didn't feel like it was rush so how I came up with the name disclaimers aside was I was brainstorming on October 24th and it was just the first good name that came to mind for me I remember I wanted to come up with a list of potential podcast names and then narrow it down and have like my family's, my family and friends vote on it and kind of give me their input on it. But when I thought of the name Disclaimers Aside, like when it came to my mind, I loved it so much and I'm really not creative enough to think of that many good names that aren't already taken. And so I just went with it. I also really liked the way that Disclaimers Aside by Aysara Amadou looked and sounded just like the A alliteration that kind of flows through with disclaimers aside by Aysara Amadou, it just felt right and it felt perfect. I also wanted this podcast to be a space where I could be honest and I could tell honest stories outside the constraints of things like stereotypes and social norms. And so I really want this podcast to just be a place where people can just tell their raw stories regardless of social judgment. And one of my biggest goals was to uplift narratives that aren't usually given a voice. One of the main themes I think looking back on this year was having guests of color, often women of color that have accomplished amazing things, that have started businesses and are pursuing their dreams and are changing the world simply just by existing. To me, those stories are the most important because I think we hear and see so little of women of color succeeding and authentically thriving and living their best lives. Looking back on some of the guests that I've had this year, I'm so lucky to have have so many amazing people and so many amazing women in my life. I think what I've learned the most from starting Disclaimers Aside is the one thing that I feel like I hold the most dearly and the thing that I value the most right now in my life is definitely community. Finding and building community at this point is my number one priority in my life. My community is what has shaped me to who I have become and who I will one day be. And there is just something so rewarding on leaning on your community. 
that is what I want disclaimers aside to feel like. I want it to feel like a community. And it's an aspect that is definitely not going to be accomplished just by one season, but an intention that I have for the upcoming seasons. So at that point, I had the name, I had the idea, I had the intention. Now I just had to get my mom on board. And I think this was probably the aspect that I was the most nervous about. My mom has a veto on all of my major life decisions. Truly, African moms are the hardest to please and convince. So immediately when I called her and I told her I wanted to start a podcast, she was skeptical. I think she was worried that this was something that I wasn't really going to have the time for, that it was going to be distracting or that it was going to be something that I wouldn't consistently keep up with. But I think as I laid out my ideas and vision for the podcast, I think she saw how passionate I was about starting a podcast and the fact that I really thought everything out. Like I really knew what I was going into, what I was signing up for. You know, this wasn't something I had decided to do on a whim and it was it wasn't something that I was going to quit after a month. I'm the type of person that doesn't like to start things if I don't think I'll be consistent. I don't like making commitments that I can't actually commit to and follow through. And that is one of the qualities that I have tried to bring to any of my work regardless of it of whether it's on social media or off social media. So after I got her approval, I immediately reached out to my friend Corey for advice. At that point, I think she had had her podcast for a year and she was so kind enough to just share with me kind of her experience, what she has found to work for her. She even shared with me that she uses Anchor as her podcast platform and I actually ended up using Anchor myself. I really am a fan of Anchor. I personally think it's the easiest way to start a podcast and I'm really grateful for the advice in general that she shared because I think being a content creator for five years now, one thing I've learned is that knowledge is really oftentimes what separates success among creators and I think people in this industry can be quick to gatekeep so I always appreciate when people are open to sharing their experiences and what has worked for them because it is truly like you are giving up something by sharing your trade secrets in this industry. Gory shared with me that one of our mutual friends Nikki designed her podcast art and I knew I wanted to have Nikki also design my podcast art. I just love the style that Nikki used on Gory's and I felt like she did such a good job of making the art look like Gory. I also was happy that I could support a local artist and a friend. We actually went to high school together and honestly, I'm so happy with the job she did. I gave her a reference photo of me and I told her I wanted the background to be chocolate brown because it's my favorite color and this is what she came up with and I think it actually worked out so perfectly because... A lot of the posts on the Disclaimers Aside podcast Instagram just happen to be brown and green like the podcast cover. Shout out to Nikki for the podcast cover for season one. It's definitely going to be bittersweet to see it go for season two, but I really want to have a different design for each season. I already have the design for season two, and while it was done by a different artist in a different art style, I think the color scheme is still very similar, so stay tuned for the reveal on the Disclaimers Aside podcast Instagram for season two. In the first episode of season two, I'll also kind of talk about the process of that, the artist that I commissioned for this podcast art and all of that. So stay tuned for that. Even though I wasn't launching my first episode until January 1st, I think the community of Disclaimers Aside really did start on Instagram in November. This year, I learned how to create on 
create graphics on Canva from an internship that I did at the Women's Center. And at that point, when I was about to start my podcast, I had already kind of invested in Canva Premium for YouTube thumbnails. So I went crazy with the post for Disclaimers Aside. The Disclaimers Aside podcast Instagram truly holds a special place in my heart and I think is at the core of what Disclaimers Aside is. At the end of every episode, I always remind you guys to follow it because to me, it's a community space. A lot of the times these podcast episodes, when I'm recording them, I think can feel like I'm just talking into a void, especially since there's no direct comment section like there is on YouTube. But whenever I sign on to the podcast Instagram, I feel like I can interact with you guys and the ideas shared in the episodes can become a conversation and just tr- transcend me just talking into a microphone. When I first started Disclaimers Aside, I was releasing pot- weekly episodes. But I think around six months in, I want to say, was when I realized that as much as I would love to release weekly episodes, being a full-time college student and also posting videos on YouTube weekly was making it harder to keep up with quality episodes like posting quality episodes so now at this moment disclaimers aside is bi-weekly it's funny because when i first thought of the idea of starting disclaimers aside i wanted it i planned it to be bi-weekly and then i pre-recorded so many episodes because i was so excited to get started and so i felt like no i should just do weekly episodes as time went on i realized that bi-weekly episodes for this phase of my life the most makes the most sense and i think that was definitely the right choice because i would rather post less often and post better quality well thought out episodes i don't really just pull out the microphone and start recording i really do you know take the time to think about my episodes in advance and outline my ideas usually when i record an episode especially the solo episodes, they're on topics that have been on my heart for a long time. They're things that I've been thinking about or that have been percolating in the back of my mind that I've been journaling about that kind of come to the surface and become like a moment where I can kind of articulate it into a podcast episode. episode. And so I do try to be intentional about my podcast episodes, but it definitely gets hard when I'm in school because I'm constantly being stimulated by classes and people around me that I don't have as much time to be alone with my thoughts, to think and feel and be creative. Especially as an introvert, I feel like alone time is really, really important. And going back to why I started this podcast is I had the time and space alone for that creative push. So no matter what phase of your life that you're in, take this as your healthy reminder to make time for your healthy doses of alone time it's definitely becoming harder in this generation because we're constantly being overstimulated by social media that we don't have the time to reflect and be introspective so i'm thankful that disclaimers aside has given me the opportunity to do that twice a month and in general i just think i've learned so much from season one not only from all the amazing guests that were on but also just the experience of doing this I would have never thought I could have a conversation with myself for like an hour at a time. Some of my episodes were definitely on the longer side, but it's definitely taught me a lot. It's definitely made me become a much more articulate person. It's made me become more confident in my ideas and my stances on the world. And it is truly a blessing in my life. So I just want to say thank you to everyone who has listened to season one thus far. And, you know, if you haven't, been able to keep up with all the episodes i know 
I do post a lot of content across all social media platforms, so not everyone can obviously like listen to and watch and and consume everything that I put out onto the internet, but definitely take this next month to catch up on any of the episodes of Disclaimers Aside that you may have missed out on. So before I end this episode, I want to answer some of your guys' questions. Over on the podcast Instagram, as usual, I asked you guys to send me any questions that you guys have. Um, in general about, you know, disclaimers aside, I want to really just open the floor up to you guys and just share some of my advice if anyone's thinking about starting a podcast. What are some of the ways you've grown since your first episode and what are you grateful for? Okay, I actually did a whole podcast episode last week about the art of gratitude and how I practice gratitude on a daily basis. And I also shared some of the things that I'm, I was grateful for in that episode. But I guess ever since that episode, ever since recording that episode. So I'm actually at home right now for Thanksgiving break. And I'm really happy to be home. Thankful that I was able to come home and spend time with my family. And I think definitely around this time because it is like Thanksgiving break and I'm having, I'm spending a lot more time alone at home and just like seeing people and telling people kind of about, you know, how it has been at Berkeley so far my first semester. I definitely am so grateful that I was given the opportunity to switch schools and go to a school that is is a better fit for me because it's not like I wasn't, okay, okay, I definitely was like a little bit unhappy at Santa Cruz, but I feel like I could have stayed there and it would have been fine and I made the best of like the experience that I was given, but I feel like having switched schools that like I'm actually in like such a better place and truly I've been thriving and it it's such a good feeling I think to be in at a school that f- is challenging me academically that has a great social aspect to it that is in a great location and I just feel like all of the pieces are coming together in like the perfect way and I just feel like it has been such a blessing so Right now, that's what I'm really thankful for the most. And I'm just thankful for all the people that I've met this year because I feel like, again, community is so important. The people that you surround yourself with are so important and they do shape you as a human being and they shape your life experiences. Some of the ways that I've grown since the first episode. Oh my God, I've changed so much, I feel like, in this year. I feel like definitely going to college, definitely I learned and grew a lot in general. Speaking to the specific experience of podcasting i feel like i've learned so much from every guest that i've had on this on this show just hearing people's unique stories and their unique unique experiences pushes you to look at life your life and like just life in general in a different way and i think that is one of the things that i'm so grateful for that disclaimers aside has given me what's something you're going to do differently next season um what is something i'm going to do differently next season I this is something that I kind of started off last season doing and then I just didn't really do as much but I feel like next season I want to get more into pre-recording episodes like bulk pre-recording episodes because I feel like when I do that the episodes the quality of the episodes goes up but then also I'm under a lot less stress Towards the end half of this season, I've definitely been recording episodes week to week, whereas I'd rather have episodes kind of go up more in advance. I also want to play around more and, you know, record different things in my life and put them in the podcast episodes. A couple episodes ago, I inserted audio clips from like a protest that I went to. 
I personally love when I listen to like the LA Times or the Washington Post, like the news podcast episodes specifically. A lot of the times they'll have like short things that they record, like mini interviews with people that they find on the streets or whatever and they insert them into podcast episodes and I feel like that just becomes such a more dynamic podcast experience. It's definitely hard though because I have to really be like looking out for those moments but it is something that I would love to do for season two of Disclaimers Aside. What surprised you about starting a podcast? Honestly how easy it is to start. I think it's definitely more challenging to maintain a podcast but The actual setup process is very, very easy and it's very cheap in comparison to other forms of content creation. Who is your dream guest for season two? My dream guest is definitely my parents. I really wanted to have my parents on the podcast for season one. The first half of the year, they both said no, but then I got my mom to come around and agree to be a guest on the podcast. So she's going to be a guest in season two for sure. And I'm really excited to record with her. I'm hoping I can also convince my dad to also be on my podcast because I feel like my parents are very interesting people. They both immigrated from Mauritania before I was born and I feel like they just have such interesting stories that I would love to share, you know, with you guys and on disclaimers aside, but also I do want to respect their privacy at the end of the day. So we'll see. Hopefully I can get my dad on for sure. I want to get my mom on the podcast for season two, inshallah. What has been your favorite episode that you've recorded? This is so hard. Okay, I'm not going to choose between my guests because I feel like it's really hard and I feel like every single guest definitely brings something different and new to the table. But I guess looking at my solo episodes, definitely my episode about navigating college as a Muslim student just because I feel like going to college as a Muslim student, I was not prepared. I really was not prepared. As much as I thought I was, I was not prepared. I always kind of grew up watching college YouTubers and they were always like these white blonde YouTubers and then they made the college experience seem so much fun. And so then when I went through the college experience, I felt like there were so many things that I learned for the first time just because of my unique unique experience being Muslim, a woman and a hijabi and going to school in a non-Muslim country. And so that episode was really cathartic for me to just kind of talk about some of my negative experiences with that, but then also to just, you know, pass the torch and like give advice to anyone that might be going to college that is also in a similar situation to prepare you. Because I really wish I could have listened to an episode like that before going into college. What is your biggest advice for someone who wants to start a podcast? I would say really just think about and really try and nail what is your intention. I think intention is the most important thing whenever you're starting anything, especially a podcast. As long as you feel like every episode, your intention is still at the core of each episode, I think you're doing something right. Do you prefer YouTube or podcasting? I feel like I definitely go back and forth. There are periods of times where podcasting is just kind of my favorite aspect there are certain times where i'm much more in a mood or more much more creatively inspired to podcast than to create videos and there and vice versa i would say currently i'm more in a youtube inspiration moment i definitely felt like i went through like a youtube slump for the past couple months where i just didn't feel inspired to create and now i'm feeling like i'm getting back into the to inspiration with creating videos and I definitely think that it can be hard to have 
a YouTube channel and a podcast, especially if the podcast is like a solo podcast, because it can be hard. I feel like no one's life is interesting enough to be on like every single platform. And so sometimes it's it's, it's really a lot trying to balance everything and trying to put out content like on all of the different platforms. It's crazy these days, truly. If you're on every platform, I props to you, props to you. What is your favorite aspect about the podcast and what would you like to cover next season? I don't wanna give too many spoilers for next season. I definitely want to find a better, I guess one of the things that I wanna also do with next season is find a better balance between solo episodes and having guests. The way that this Disclaimers Aside happened was like the first six months, it was like every episode I had a guest. And then I feel like the last six months have been like, a bunch of solo episodes so I feel like I want to get back into a more a healthy a more healthy balance of every other week having a guest every other week having it be a solo episode I'm not gonna have like a set like rigid schedule like that because I'm just the type of person where I like to have to to just create whatever I feel like feels right based on whatever I'm creatively inspired by in that moment but I would love to just strike a better balance at that I think it's definitely getting a lot harder to have guests on I feel like right now just because at Santa Cruz they had the podcast recording studios easily accessible but then now in Berkeley they don't really have good recording studios they don't have any recording studios they just have study rooms that are if you follow me on YouTube you you've seen this in my vlogs but they're clear glass rooms that are not soundproof they don't have microphones to check out and on top of that I live in a quad in my room so it's not like I can easily invite people to record like in my dorm room. So it's definitely a lot more challenging, which is why I'm really going to try and record a lot of interviews, I think, over winter break. I just feel like also it it's just so much more fun to record in person than over Zoom. A lot of the times the way that I recorded you know, my interviews last year was I would do it over Zoom. But I feel like it's just way more natural when you have like an in-person conversation. You can kind of see like the social cues when you're talking to someone in person. But regardless, I just wanna find a better balance with next season. To answer the other question, my favorite aspect um, about the podcast is being able to kind of tell my own stories. A lot of the times I express a lot of criticisms about the way the narratives that the media kind of tells about my identities as well as other identities. And I think having that power to be able to tell your own story, to be able to tell other people's stories, or to be able to rewrite narratives that are often so misrepresented in the media is so empowering. So I feel like I've just gained so much empowerment from that. The last question is, how do you feel about YouTubers starting podcasts? Well, I am a YouTuber who started a podcast, but I know there is this huge trend of like these days, YouTubers just starting podcasts. Here's my philosophy. I feel like not everyone can be a YouTuber. Not all YouTubers can be podcasters. Not all podcasters can be YouTubers. Both are different mediums that you have different skill sets for. And some people are better YouTubers. Some people are better podcasters. But there are people that can do both. And I definitely think that it is really cool seeing YouTubers like expand into podcasts. There are some people where I, that are YouTubers that have, that are on both platforms where I only listen to or watch them on one platform and vice versa. So I think it just depends person to person. I, a lot of the podcasts that I listen to just happen to be podcasts by YouTubers. Honestly, I think it's because of like the exposure. I think the trend is really emerging out of YouTubers 
kind of desire to expand and just outsource and create different streams of revenue as kind of a form of job security, which I think ultimately can lead to the negative consequence of having some podcasts be created just kind of as a means of making money and not really out of the passion and not out of the actual skill set. So I think it just really depends person to person, which is why I say intentionality is so important. You know, I started disclaimers aside not as a way to create another stream of revenue revenue for myself. I started it kind of out of a passion and I think that is so important that like your passion is at the core of whatever you do. With that, that is the end of today's episode. I know this was a shorter one. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for supporting Disclaimers Aside in whatever way, shape, or form that you do. Make sure to follow the podcast Instagram if you guys are not already following to be a part of the community. And, you know, take this month off. Um, Go back and listen to some of my previous episodes. I will also be posting a feedback form on the podcast Instagram very shortly. I created it. I just need to create the graphic for it. That honestly is just like a really quick Google form survey. I'll have it linked in the show notes. And I'd appreciate if you guys would just, you know, take a minute to fill it out just because I would love to hear some of your guys' feedback of like things that I can change things that I can implement with season two. I definitely want to get that out for you guys to fill out before I start pre-recording episodes for season two. I'm so, so excited for season two. Truly, you guys, like, I'm so thankful for you guys in this community. And, you know, I'm looking forward to being able to grow this podcast in new directions. Thank you guys so much. I will see you guys with the new year. Bye. Bye.